Thank you for calling Gillespie Insurance Services. If you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. If you're calling for a quote on a new policy, press 1. If you're calling for assistance with your existing policy, press 2. If you're calling specifically for one of our staff members, press 3. To reach Allegra, press 1. To reach Jessica, press 2. To reach Iva, press 3. To reach Eli, press 4. Hi, this is Eli. Eli, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Good, did you have to, uh, did you call my direct line or did you use the phone tree? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Uh, just rock, rocket referrals. It's going good. I mean, uh, let's see. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine testimonials that I've published. And the surveys and the surveys are getting sent out. I haven't sent any physical cards. There's a lot of features that I haven't used yet. That's pretty good, Eli. But why haven't you used the other features yet? And that's my good buddy Eli Glipsby of Glipsby Insurance Services out in uh, good old Southern California. And he's talking about... Jumping on board with rocket referrals, uh, basically uh, right after attending Grow Labs uh, 2016 in Chicago back in September, and we had the guys from rocket referrals there, and they were uh, blowing minds with uh, a whole bunch of knowledge on the power of attracting testimonials and reviews, and that's what you heard Eli talking about is he already had eight or nine or ten or however it was, and I can't remember the exact day that I talked to him. But, I mean, you know, they come in fast and furious once you kind of get set up. They plug into your management system. They get rocking and rolling. And all of a sudden, there's so many people saying so many good things about your agency. It's kind of nuts. And Eli was talking about that experience of, hey, it's going great. They've already got this going. But I haven't even actually scratched the surface on what's available. And the question is, is this something that, you know, you should be paying attention to for your agency? Do you need people to say nice things about you? And, yeah, you kind of do. Um, and you can set it up yourself. You can't obviously create your own DIY, you know, referral testimonial process for when you bring on a customer and kind of point them in the right direction to, to generate these reviews. However, again, rocket referrals, this is literally all they do. Like this is one of their biggest kind of, uh, you know, missions, agendas. Like this is their business is referral. You know, they want to create referrals for you. They do that with testimonials and reviews and things like that. And so the thing that you have to think about when considering something like this service in your agency, and if it makes sense, is you know what else can it free you up to do? Because if you aren't worrying about you know fine-tuning a referral system, uh, you know, and you instead allow the people that are able to handle that and do it well, is it freeing you up to do other things? Because again, Eli said, you know, listen, I'm I want more reviews. I want people talking about me. I would like them to say nice things, obviously, if they can, but I'll take, you know, the good with the bad, obviously. And I think there's a temperament there. You want some realistic, you know, feedback, I think. Again, Rock Referrals guys would tell you better. Um, and Tori and Carl are one of the guys that you're going to want to talk to over there. And, you know, Eli's saying, yeah, it's been going great. I haven't had time to focus on the other features. And the reason, you know, that we say, hey, well, is it is it worthwhile to 
get this off your plate is what are you not having time to do already because you're focusing on this and then the 18 other things that you have to do within your agency? Honestly, a lot of it's because it's just me doing all this work right now. And Iva, she'll be back on Monday. And so I'll have a little bit less load. I haven't even blogged for the last two weeks just because I haven't had the time. But I've got one started and it's just been swamped. So I actually will have a little more time to look at that stuff and keep on the content creation. Now, if you remember back to one of the previous episodes that we did with you, I think it was overstaffed or understaffed. Uh, he talked about his kind of pickle that he ended up in based on, you know, he had a, an employee kind of leave the agency because they just wanted to not work anymore. And then he had his other employee on his little team um, take a vacation. So he was left doing a lot of things that he, you know, doesn't normally do. And so that obviously jammed his time up. And then also he's like, hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting rocket referrals set up rocking and rolling. So I know that I'm going to have more time to not miss my next blog post because he said, Hey, I hasn't written a blog post in two weeks because he's been too busy. He's trying to get rocker full set up. He's trying to, you know, cover for the staff that isn't there. And all the while he wants to create this automated marketing engine that kind of just continues to, to churn out that, that, that process, rinse, lather, repeat sort of thing. And, you know, he thinks, probably correctly, that once Rocker Referrals is set up and in place, that that's going to then free up a little bit more of his time to, you know, again, focus on the things that he is uniquely qualified to do, right? He is not necessarily Eli as an agent and you as an agent focusing on things that you actually have to do. Now, this is debatable, right? Everybody has their own definition of what they are uniquely qualified to do and, and at what point they're going to draw their line of their unique qualifications, of their snowflakeness, if you will. And if Eli says, hey, I wanna be the one writing the blog post, then if he has the ability to outsource some of that other stuff, he can say, guess what? I'm gonna have more time to write my blog posts. And I don't have to worry about figuring out if I have the right subject line for an email to get people to open it to then give me a testimonial for my, you know, the work that I've done as my clients, um, you know, as them being my agent. It's off of his plate entirely. And it's those sorts of things that you can get out of your brain and just free up the ability for you to not have to think. And we, we underestimate this so much, right? There's only so many things that we can keep in our head at one time. And that's what drives me nuts. And I'm guilty of this probably more than anybody, but we just need to get things out of our head, even if it's the simplest thing. If it's the simplest thing, then it's the worst thing to have in your head, right? And I'm terrible. If I don't take notes. I just, I usually try to remember a lot of stuff. I don't know that that's a good strategy, but you want to get as many things off your plate and out of your head as possible. And if thinking about something that you were never going to create in the first place is off your plate and, and just basically you flip the switch and it's now on much like what rocket referrals can do, then all the better, right? It's going to give you that ability to not think. And again, you can take it as far or as close, I guess that's a terrible analogy, as you want with, with getting things out of your head. I mean, I've gone as far as attempting to even just not have to worry about turning lights on and off in my house as I'm upgrading. I mentioned on a show back, you know, I, I bought a Google Home and I'm automating my house a little bit as far as lights and things like that to where I don't have to maybe even think about those things. And I can divert more brain power to more important things, more important thoughts and not have to necessarily worry about those mundane tasks that I'm, even if it's a 0.1% you know, allocation that I'm making, I'd rather have that back. And if we have the technology to do it, why not? 
the one thing that I wanted to uh, use them for was sending an automatic thank you card out to everyone at the six months point of uh, being a new client. And I just haven't sat down and figured out. In fact, they, they even called me yesterday and wanted to see how everything was going. And so, I mean, they're, they're on the ball. I like them a lot. That's one thing I need to do is figure out how to send out a, a physical card and how to get that automated. It's definitely their wheelhouse, their bread and butter. I mean, sending cards uh, automatically, I think, is one of their hallmarks, right? At least, uh, you know, their, their hallmark of sending presumed handwritten cards, right? They, they copy your handwriting a little bit and they send out, you know, what looks like a handwritten thank you card from you, right? You guys, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty simple thing, a pretty turnkey thing. Here was something that I was thinking about just from the rock referrals standpoint. And obviously as us as agents who are, um, you know, looking at this as just one of the different pieces of our marketing pie that we're trying to uh, putting, we don't put a pie together puzzle of our marketing puzzle that we put together that again, much like Eli was saying is, is he's set it up in some capacity where he's got the referrals and the testimonials rolling in, but he really hasn't gotten to do the thing that he maybe wanted to do the most. And that is, uh, get those thank you cards, those handwritten thank you cards out, uh, you know, six months after somebody's become a client. And um, it would be interesting if, you know, maybe in the onboarding process, if, and this is true for any company, if there's, you know, they could ask the question of, you know, um, you know, what do you, what, what's the first thing you want to do with our platform, with our tool, with rocket referrals? And maybe Eli says, hey, I want my, my, my referrals to go through the roof. Okay, done. Uh, what's the second thing that you might want to do that you might kind of get buried and get busy with and not necessarily get around to right away? And can we help you make that happen faster? And much like, again, Eli, he has a little hesitation because he's not sure how it, how it gets automated and he's not, not sure. Now, if he said like, you know, if you had like a top three list and, you know, that was number two, and then all of a sudden the rocket referral guys are on it, helping you get this, this set up and initiated, maybe that might go a little bit smoother, but this is something that Eli wants to do. And the, the power of, so I'm on the fence. Uh, I mean, their cards look really well. They look really well. Good English, Joey. Their cards look really good, right? Um, I guess it's that 1% chance of somebody getting it in the mail and saying, I don't know if Joey or Eli really wrote this thing. How how bad of a you know impression does that make of, well, he kind of wanted to send a handwritten card, but he didn't. Uh, he he paid a service to make it look like he did. And in, in which case, is it better that he just types it out again out? Oh, the rocker four guys are going to tell me that, Joe, you're an idiot. That's stupid. Um, that never happens because the handwriting stuff is so good and you're an idiot. And OK, fine. Maybe I am just just this is the you know, I'm having my my you know hesitations of, of certain things. Now, again, um, that's not to say it's the end of the world, right? One guy says, ah, Joey, he's a slacker. He didn't actually write this because the ink is dry and it was never wet to begin with in the first place. Don't think that's a big deal. I do think automating that follow-up, and especially if it is a slightly more personalized touch with, again, a perceived handwritten card, uh, that's a powerful thing. You know, you could use that to your advantage in a lot of different ways. I don't think you'd want to use that as an opportunity to sell anything. Definitely not. I think that'd be in poor taste. Uh, but again, just building goodwill with your clients, with your customers to say, Hey, you know what? Thank you very much. I appreciate you doing business. Um, probably automating a specific, you know, kind of unique item or kind of tidbit about that client is asking too much. But if it is possible, that would be cool. Hey, you know, Tim, thanks for doing business with you. Um, I know you like 
your Nike shoe collection. Man, that's the weirdest random example. Uh, hopefully, you're able to find a cool new pair of sneakers between the last time we talked and your life is going well. Probably the worst example I've ever given on the history of this show. But um, again, if that can happen, I don't know if it can happen or not. I've never used the card feature in Rocket Referrals. You might have been able to tell. But even if you could pull that in, and, and that would be like, you know, again, much like, you know, you write those thank you cards for your kids and their birthday parties. Uh, hey, thank you so-and-so for getting Timmy this, uh, this roller skate thing. Like, wow, these are terrible examples. Roller skates. When was the last time somebody roller skated? I mean, when was the last time somebody even rollerbladed? I don't know. Is roller skating a, a thing? Is that coming back? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe rollerblading is coming back. Maybe that's the one. I don't know. I'm out of touch with reality. Point is, you thank them for the gift that they bought that you probably maybe wanted to take back anyways. And if you can maybe do that in Rocket Frills, that'd be pretty amazing. But even then, just the idea of you know that hand personalized touch of, hey, thanks for doing business with me and doing it without having to think about it, right? It's not like you have to sit and thank you know, write those cards out. It's just going to go. It's just going to happen. All you're going to do is close the business and it's going to happen. All you have to worry about is selling it and then finding somebody else to sell it to. And there's a lot to be said about that. So the question that I want to pose to you is, is what are those little things that you are allowing to just destroy tiny bits of space in your mind that you are probably going to never really ever accomplish this sounds terrible. I don't want to beat you over the head and say you can't do something, but let's be honest. You know, what are those things that you're just not getting done and you're probably never going to get done that you really probably should consider figuring out a way to do it better, faster, without destroying that maybe vital brain power that you need to divert somewhere else. So you've definitely heard Jason and me talk about Rocket Referrals in some capacity on these podcast episodes for a while, right? Uh, you've heard the conversations that I've had with agents and their experience using the product. Um, if you do actually just want to go ahead and figure it out and try for yourself, it's really easy. They have a trial, first of all, but I mean, this is one of the products that you just you just kind of start and it takes off on its own. It's one of the easiest ones to implement. I want you to reach out to Tori or Carl over at rocketreferrals.com and uh, let them know that you know you heard it here on Insurance in Your Words and I'm sure they'll be able to do something for you. And, uh, and just let them know that, hey, you're finally ready to, you know, whether it's, I want to send some thank you cards, I really want a lot more testimonials, whatever it is. I mean, there are very few times where I come across something that I think, you know, can dramatically help you in some way or the other without you, without a gigantic learning curve. And those, that combination doesn't happen uh, really all that often. And this is one of those things where, you know, you basically just plug it into your management system and it's going to go to work on the people you already do business with. And as you heard Eli talk about the different things that he you know, kind of wants it to do and, and it is already doing for him, it's something that I think that you can really benefit from. So if you think it's, a, if you think it's something that is going to work for you, I, I told Tori and Carl, like, listen, man, this is ridiculous. I keep talking to a bunch of agents that, you know, that have already signed up. And I just wanted to give you guys the opportunity to go talk to them directly if you thought it was something that was going to work for you. I've, I've met Tori. I haven't met Carl yet. Um, but they're good dudes. I've talked with them plenty of times. Uh, just let them know. Just say, hey, heard you on Joey's podcast. 
um, and and uh, let me know how your experience with Rock Girls goes. I'd be curious curious to hear if you're getting the testimonials rolling, how many you're getting, you know, how the thank you cards are going. If you want to do birthday cards, all that good stuff. Like if it's working, if it's not working, let me know. Joey at GirlProgram.com. Be interested to hear your experience. But reach out reach out over to, to Tori and Carl at RockGirlsRolls.com and uh, see what they can do to help you take those testimonials and client experience to the next level. 